Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, do not go anywhere. I promise you today's show is going to be a big-time clockwork orange like Eye Opener. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This one is going to be a doozy. What do I got for you today? Where are we going with this? Ladies and gentlemen, panic has broken out amongst the deep staters. I get it. You're like, Dad, we hear this all the time. No, you haven't heard this one. Now, what are the consequences going to be? Hell if I know. I'm not sure what the consequences are going to be, but I'm telling you right now, people are panicking. Brennan and others are starting to realize that they need one thing. If this one thing doesn't go their way, they are in a world of trouble. And ladies and gentlemen, they need their buddy, Christopher Steele, to stay strong, pal. Stay strong. I will explain all of this today. Don't go anywhere. By the way, thank you. I said I would show you this beautiful flag and this cherry wood box they gave me. Just a thank you to all my friends in Maryland who produced that. Absolutely gorgeous piece of work. Thank you very much. All right, producer Joe, how are you today? Welcome all to the Dan Bongino Show, you included. How's everything going, buddy? Man, everything's going well, but I want all of the listeners to just stay away from the fan. Stay away from the fan. You know why. What? Yes. What, what does that mean? Things will be hitting the fan. Oh, oh of course, everything you said, well, side view, the- right <laughs> over my head, as, as always. But the listeners, that's why I, think, I just asked you, because I'll get a thousand I- emails. Like, how'd you miss that? Yeah. Well, now Big we show, did. brother. All right. Let's get right to it. Thank you, producer Joe. Uh, today's show brought to you by our buddies at My Patriot Supply. Ladies and gentlemen, you ensure everything in your life that matters. Think about it, right? You ensure your are yeah. still laughing. Your yeah. food, you ensure your health. You, would, you have eyeglass insurance, dental insurance. You ensure everything in your life that matters. Why would you not ensure your food supply? Folks, the time to ensure your food supply is now. Not when an emergency strikes. Why? When an emergency strikes, you show up at the supermarket and there's no food left. It's already too late. Make a plan. The time to plan is now. There's no need to be part of the chaos and the possibility of having to deal with FEMA floodlines when you get these long lines of people in these supermarkets after a disaster strike. Start building a food emergency supply plan now. Use my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're experts in emergency preparedness. They have guaranteed two-day delivery. Disasters don't wait. They don't make appointments. Why should you? Act now. Save $70 on a two-week emergency food kit. Buy yourself peace of mind with you and your kids. You know you have food if everything breaks bad. Go to this website, preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. My Patriot Supply Food Kits last up to 25 years in storage. 25 years of peace of mind. Think about that. They include breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order a few today. I have eight to 10 of these received. Guaranteed two-day delivery discreetly to your door. I got to get more, actually. Patriot Supply, if you want to send me some, I'll take them. Take action now so you're ready for what's coming and save $70. It's better to have and not need than need and not have. Go to preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. Don't be left out in the cold. God forbid there's an emergency and you run out of food. Preparewithdan.com. Today, preparewithdan.com. All right, Joe, let's go. I kid you not when I tell you this is one of the more important shows we've ever done. Um, This show means a lot to me. I put a lot of work into it. I've been up all morning working on it with Paula and Joe. Let's start here. Where are we going to go with this? Folks, Brennan and others are starting to freak out. They're starting to panic. Again, I'm not going to get into what the consequences may be for them. That That's a role. That's a story for another day because then people get upset. Oh, my gosh, nobody's going to jail. I'm quitting. Right. Well, this isn't the quitter show. So I'm sorry, but that's not this show. 
we're interested in getting the facts out there and let people make, letting people make their decision. Why are they panicking? Well, let's do the setup first. Folks, as I told you in my new book, Exonerated, one of the central pivot points of the book that allows it to take on this spy novel narrative, and thank you for making it a repeated two-week bestseller in the New York Times list, one of the central portions of the book that matters, the pivot point, is that, ladies and gentlemen, the dossier that they used to spy on Trump, you know, is the Steele dossier because Christopher Steele, a former British intelligence officer who had worked with uh, on the Russia desk, put his name on it. In the book, I explained to you that, ladies and gentlemen, it is not the Steele dossier. Stay with me. This is critical. That it is the Simpson Steele dossier. Uh-huh. In other words, the information in there is clearly from Glenn Simpson, portions of it, as his wife, Glenn Simpson's wife, that is Mary Jacoby, stated on a Facebook post she deleted later, where she attributes the takedown of Trump to her husband, not to Christopher Steele. She's upset that Steele's getting credit for the dossier. She then deletes that. Joe, follow me. This is going to be a complicated, but well, this is going to be the best spy story you ever heard. Okie dokes. They needed Steele's name on the dossier. Why? Because Hillary Clinton paid Glenn Simpson, who was a reporter now working as an oppo researcher. They can't very well have the public believing Hillary Clinton paid for information to go to the FISA court and hijacked and bought the justice system. So what did they do? They went out and found Christopher Steele, a former British intel officer with some bona fides in Russia, and slapped his name on it to make it seem like a former intel officer had information about Trump. (gasps) Not a reporter, now a political opposition hack paid for by Hillary Clinton. Does that part make sense? Yeah, he's a, he's now a patsy, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Armacost. The verdict is in. Armacost is correct. Yeah. That is right. They need everybody. If you keep that one piece of information in mind throughout this whole show, this gotcha. show is going to blow your mind because nothing will make sense if you don't understand that. Everybody involved in the framing and the setup of Donald Trump and his team, everyone needs that dossier to be a work product of Christopher Steele, not Hillary Clinton's paid political hack. Yeah. Got it? Yep. Write it down. Keep that in your head. Everyone, Brennan, Comey, Clapper, Stroke, Page, Baker, everyone. Rosenstein, if it comes out that this was Simpson's dossier, this whole case falls apart. They, it means Hillary Clinton bought the justice system and anybody could do the same thing. Got it? Got it. Giving you a little pause to digest that. Let's start with some videos. Here's a little bit of the setup. Remember, everybody needs steel to stay strong. If Steele were to say, come out, Joe, and say, Hmm. hey, you know, some of that's really not mine. That's really paid political research. Oh, 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 that's going to create a problem. Mm -hmm. Everybody's afraid that Christopher Steele's not going to stay strong. Now, the distancing... From Christopher Steele. Now, when we get to the setup from what the the uh, the, the coup de grace is going to be, the distancing from Steele started a long time ago. Why? Because people are afraid that if Steele bails and says, hey, this wasn't my info, they were just using me, this was paid political research, then that's going to leave people like Johnny Brennan, Johnny Boombots in a real box. This guy's supposed to be a CIA intelligence chief, this super sleuth. 
and he relied on information he knew was political and not really from Steele. So let's set up with some video of Johnny B. And first, we're going to play a video of Trey Gowdy. Why? This is important. This is Gowdy on Hannity a little while ago. This was this is from months ago. But this is Trey Gowdy on the Sean Hannity show on Fox. And he says, listen, I've seen some stuff here. And there's a critical piece of information that when you see it is really going to bake your bagels. Listen to this cut. Listen to how it ends. And we come back. I'll explain to you why this is relevant again to why everybody needs steel to continue to lie for them. Check this out. I can tell you it is even worse than what you described. It is what you described in addition to the withholding of exculpatory information, which is what has Johnny Ratcliffe so exercised. And they made no effort to corroborate the dossier until after it had been used in the application and a renewal. No effort. It's not that they failed. They made no effort to do Last it. Last question. So whoever is investigating this, tell them to look for em- emails between Brennan and Comey in December of 2016. Are you? Brennan and Comey are emailing each other? Hmm. Paul, I'm going to jump around. Can you get that Daily Caller piece for me? Sorry, I went out of order a little bit. But Brennan and Comey are emailing each other. What would they be emailing each other about? Remember, that's conveniently around the time that the assessment reports from the intelligence community came out, Joe, and yes, said, Russia. Russia, remember that? Yeah. Russia tried to interfere in the election. So it's fascinating that Brendan and Comey would be emailing each other, panicking, I believe. That's why Gowdy, who's never lied to us, I may not agree with everything Gowdy says, but Gowdy's never spun our wheels. Gowdy clearly has seen something in those emails that indicates that there's a panic breaking out in these December emails that we may soon see between Comey and Brennan about their conclusions they drew in the intelligence community that Russia, Russia did it. You think, Joe, that may have had something to do with the dossier and by default steal? In other words, their conclusion that Russia did it may have been knee deep in Steele's information. Hmm. Um, I would think so. Now, as Chuck Ross points out, an excellent piece of The Daily Caller be available in the show notes today at Bongino.com. A little bit of panic's breaking out. Chuck Ross, Daily Caller report. Brennan and Clapper to be interviewed as part of an investigation into the Russia probe's origins. Hmm. Brennan's a little nervous about that. Why? Because as Chuck Ross indicates in the piece, Apparently, they're looking at interviewing some analysts at the CIA as well. Quote, Durham has also expressed the desire to interview CIA analysts who gathering intelligence about Russian meddling in the 2016 election, according to NBC, who gathered intelligence. Some CIA employees have even hired attorneys in anticipation that they will be Uh interviewed. Go back to Mm. the start, folks. Everybody needs Christopher Steele to say this was his work product, folks. Everybody. Because if it comes out that it's Simpsons and just political research, that means Hillary Clinton effectively bought a FISA warrant. Now, I'm telling you that the intelligence community assessment, right around the time Gowdy says Brennan and Comey are emailing each other, that indicates Russia blew up our election process. 
I'm telling you that intelligence community assessment probably relied on components of a dossier that people started to figure out was fake. And Comey's probably at the FBI starting to figure out that the information he got from Brennan that he didn't believe was from Steele was probably from Steele and he's panicking. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, I'll put it together for you. Don't you worry at all. Now, remember, from background, before I get to this next cut, you know what? Let me play the next cut, and it'll make more sense, because I can sense some of you may be confused why there's a rift in December in these emails between Brennan and Comey. Remember, Comey thinks the CIA is feeding him information corroborating Uh the Steele Simpson dossier. Comey doesn't realize that the information he's getting from Brennan is from Steele and Simpson. It's the same info. It's not corroborated. It's the same damn thing. Now, notice how Brennan, knowing he's caught, watch this older older interview with Chuck Todd on Meet the Press. We played this before, but now what's happening, I'm going to shed a new light on everything that's going on. This is where Brennan is asked specifically by Chuck Todd about the FBI's role in the dossier and watch Brennan throw the FBI this snake sleazeball under the bus, knowing Brennan started this whole thing. Check this out. We, the CIA and the intelligence community, had collected a fair amount of information in the summer of 2016 about what the Russians were doing on multiple fronts. And we want to make sure that the FBI had full access. Is to the that. Papadopoulos thing come through the CIA via the, the, the five eyes thing? That, that would have been a, the piece of information that gets to the FBI, yeah. how that works. No, I'm not going to get into details about how it was acquired, but the FBI has very close relationship with its British counterparts. Okay. And so the, the FBI had visibility into a number of things that were going on involving some individuals who may have had some affiliation with the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. And so the intelligence that we collected was pulsed against that. And I thought it would, would have been derelict if the FBI did not pull the threads, investigative threads, on American uh, persons who might have been involved with Russia and uh, working on their behalf either wittingly or unwittingly. What a piece of human sleaze this guy is. Remember what I'm telling you. Uh The FBI is fed information. This is all in light. And what's new? Why are we covering this today? Because now Brennan's in a panic because the investigator Durham looking into this, the prosecutor, under our Justice Department now, is going to interview Brennan, who's been allowed to lie in the media the entire time. And not only is he going to interview Brennan, he's going to interview CIA analysts too. And it's going to come out that this whole thing was bedrocked and steals information. The whole thing. Right. The entire hoax. And steal, I'll get to this in a minute, is talking. Wait a minute. Steel's getting a little chatty. Oh, no. Kind of a problem. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. They need steel to stay strong. Yeah. What does Brennan do there? Brennan, as I'll show you in the next clip, when he's asked about when he found out about the dossier, Brennan conveniently leaves out the summer of 2016 when this case started. Again, why? And Joe, audience ombudsman yeah, yeah. hat on? Yep, 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 yep. Brennan has insisted from day one that the intelligence he, quote, pulsed against the FBI information was a different data set of intelligence than the dossier. Mm. 
Why? Because he says he hasn't seen the dossier right. until December, which we'll see in this cut. When did you first learn of the so-called Steele dossier and what Christopher Steele was doing? Well, it was a not a very well-kept secret among press circles uh, for several months before it came out. And it was in late summer of 2016 when there were some individuals uh, from the various uh, U.S. Uh, news uh, outlets mm -hmm. who asked me about my familiarity with it. And I had heard just snippets about it. I did not know what was in there. Uh, I did not see it until later in that year. I think it was in December. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I was uh, unaware of uh, the providence of it as well as uh, what was in it. And it did not play any role whatsoever in the intelligence community assessment that was done, that was presented to then-President Obama and then-President-elect Trump. Really? So again, just to be clear, human sleaze John Brennan, he's now throwing the FBI under the bus, saying, I didn't see that until December. Well, folks, that's not possible because in August, as we've stated before, Brennan briefs the Gang of Eight up on Capitol Hill. When he briefs the Gang of Eight, he includes information to Harry Reid and others that is only in the dossier. So unless Brennan is some Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly, back to the future guy who can travel from December back to August. Brennan had that information already from Steele. Remember the parallel construction scheme. Mm -hmm. Remember the takeaway from this show that we're going we're gonna to get to. Steele and Brennan are being interviewed now by law enforcement officials. They can't lie anymore without being charged because the precedent for lying to the FBI, i.e. Mike Flynn and others, these other cases they prosecuted, they would possibly go to jail. They need Steele to continue to insist this information came from him and Brennan needs Steele to continue to insist that he didn't speak to him until December. Why? Because he just said on the record he didn't have any of the dossier information until December. He said, quote, I heard snippets of it. He throws the media under the bus. Well, the press had some of right. it. He says, we had some intel in the summer of 16. It's not Steele's info because he just said he didn't see it till December. What else did he have? Nothing. He had nothing. Remember the parallel construction scheme. John Brennan only has Steele's information. He can't tell Comey that because they know it's Simpson's information. He can't tell Comey, I want you to open an investigation based on a former reporter, now an oppo researcher who's paid by Hillary. Right. Nobody's going to go on the record with that, even these hacks. So he feeds an information stream to the FBI through the Gang of Eight in August and Harry Reid, who sends a letter to the FBI. And when Comey then gets the Steele dossier later, he's like, man, I heard this from Harry Reid and John Brennan. This must be true, this mm -hmm. information about Carter Page and others. It's the same info. Brennan has lied about this repeatedly. And now he's being interviewed. And I'm going to get to in a second. I'm going to take a quick break here. For, I'm going to get to in a second. Don't go anywhere. Do these Washington Examiner pieces. Why everything's changing now and panic is run amok. 
All right, today's show also brought to you by buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. You know, Brickhouse Nutrition is my favorite nutrition company out there. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been an avid uh, vocal supporter of what I consider to be their best product, Foundation. I love it. They have Field of Greens, which is excellent. I really, really love Foundation. What is Foundation? It is a creatine ATP blend. It is the single best nutrition supplement you will ever take, hands down. I love it. What has it done for me? It's done everything. It's helped me perform better. It helps me look better. I, I really, my, my energy level, I, I, they were one of my first sponsors yeah. and I really enjoy their product. If you don't believe me, go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan, pick up a bottle of foundation. It's like having two extra gas tanks in the gym and just do me a favor. Don't take my word for it. I mean it. Take the mirror test, try foundation, give it about five, seven days to load in your system. That's the way creatine works. It's a supercharged creatine ATP blend. Look at yourself in the mirror seven days later. You're going to be like, Bam. It's that good. Take some notes. How many bench press, squat, whatever, burpees you do, whatever it may be. Come back seven days later. Do it again. Your performance is going to go through the roof. This product is that good. I love it. Joe loves it. Paula loves it. Little Joe loves it. He's not so little anymore. By the way, Joe, a listener was nice enough to send you a couple of nice dog tags for you and little Joe. So I got to get you that. But little Joe graduated from the Marine Corps. It's not so little anymore. No. <laughs> but check out Foundation. It is that good. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up Foundation today. You will not regret it. Okay. So quickly, just resetting. Brennan has insisted from the start he didn't know anything about Steele's dossier until December. I'm telling you, Brennan was getting information from Steele, knowing it was Simpsons, knowing they had used Steele, as Joe said, a patsy, a front for the document right. to make it seem like it had come from an intelligence professional when it came from political activists. Brennan, in media interviews, has already distanced himself from this. They then fed this intel from Steele and Simpson to the FBI, pretending it was from a different source. So when Steele gives it to the FBI personally, mm. it looks like it's corroborated when it isn't. Brennan wants to distance himself from that. Now to the Comey, uh, the Gowdy emails between Comey and Brennan makes sense. Mm. This is likely a confrontation where right as this commu intelligence community assessment's coming out about the Russians' involvement in the election, right. Comey's probably starting to question Brennan and say, hey, this dossier thing, is this real? Did you guys have this before you said you had it? You get it? Yeah. That's why Gowdy's like, you really need to see these emails. There's probably a panic in the FBI. Like, hey, we thought we were getting corroborating information from the FBI, when in reality, it was just the same information. That's the setup. The setup to what I told you when we started the show. Everybody needs steel to stick to the script, Joe, that he was the guy who generated this. Yes, yes. Everyone. Gotcha. Everybody also needs Steele to stick to the script that he didn't talk to the CIA before December. Well, why is that? Because Brennan's already on the record saying it. Mm -hmm. I just showed you the clip. Steele comes out and says, I was talking to them way before that. Oh, Houston, we got a problem, Daddy-O. Now, let me just describe to you why this Brennan being interviewed by Durham, before I get to the Washington Examiner pieces here, Brennan being interviewed is going to be a big problem. Hmm. Because I'm telling you, Durham Barr and the DOJ investigators looking into this know what I know. They know Brennan's lying. They know Brennan 
and his team had contact with Steele or his information before December. They know it because the information Steele had appeared in August mm-hmm. in a briefing Brennan gave to the Senate and, and uh, the Hill, the Gang of Eight. It's simple to understand. It's not comp- Brennan's really stupid. This is not complicated. They know that. So Brennan has two choices now. Brennan can plead the fifth, which, oh boy, is that going to look bad. You don't have to talk to law enforcement. We Thank God we have a constitutional yeah. republic. You're under no obligation to do that. But let me get this straight. Brennan has said repeatedly, including the other day in a soundbite he did on NBC, that he has nothing to hide and he did everything by the books. I'm sorry, it was at a conference. Nothing to hide. I plead the fifth, but I got nothing to hide. Plead the fifth, nothing to hide. Plead that. It doesn't really, kind of like this, right? Yeah. It doesn't like this. It's kind of like this. Those two things don't go together. He can plead the fifth, get his lawyer. So I have down, Brennan pleads the fifth, it's bad. Then I have, Brennan answers honestly, it's really bad. (laughs) Because if he answers honestly, he's going to have to tell them that he lied and that he had this information from Steele and was pretending it was from a different source in order to investigate a presidential candidate using the FBI. Now you see why he throws the FBI under the bus in that first clip with Chuck Todd. You can rewind the show. Mm. In that first Mm -hmm. clip, he clearly says, well, listen, the FBI would, quote, be derelict if they didn't investigate it. Yep. Investigate what? The information you lied to them about? That information? The, quote, summer of 16 snippets of things you heard? But it's not the dossier. I didn't see that till December. Everybody needs steel to stick to the script, folks. Everybody. If steel doesn't stick to the script and says, I talked to the CIA way before December. And by the way, the info in that dossier wasn't really mine. Oh. Now for the fish hook. Oh, I got more. Spread this show everywhere. Been working on this for a long time. By the way, this is laid out in my book. I, I, I hate to keep promoting it to you folks. I worked hard on it though. My book, Exonerated, out now, covers this in intimate detail. Let's go to this Washington Examiner piece first. Just this headline. This is from Dan Chaitlin. This is from June 5th, 2019. It's an older piece. Joe DeGeneva said that Christopher Steele is going to talk to John Durham and prove the FBI lied to Congress. Oh, really, Joe? Hmm. Joe's got some good sources. About what? Hmm. Maybe the FBI insisting the entire time that it was Steele's information? You think that might have something to do with it? Hmm. I get emails sometimes. We love your faces. I get other emails. We hate your faces. Hey, it's my face. I can't do anything with it. Sorry. (laughs) I like to get a little animated. You want to watch standard cable TV, you're free to do it, but this isn't the Dan Bongino No scripts show. here. No scripts. Dan Bongino <laughs> show, we do things different. So Steele's going to talk to the FBI and apparently had some information. Remember again, hmm. Steele needs to stick to the script. I did not talk to the CIA until December. That's the script. And that was my info. That wasn't Hillary Clinton's paid for info. A little bit of panic. Yeah. Johnny B now 
is going to be interviewed, according to Chuck Ross at the Daily Caller, and other analysts around Johnny B who may know about Steele's interaction with Johnny B. Therefore, why are CIA analysts lawyering up, Joe, according to Chuck Ross's piece? Why? Right. Why is that happening? They didn't do anything. Right? I One nervous I corpus. <laughs> corpus. Yeah, I got that one. <laughs> one See, nervous. the Spygate stuff I get. <laughs> Remember, Brennan? It's the corpus of intelligence. Yeah. It was. It was a corpus. You calling the dossier the corpus now? <laughs> Let's go to this second piece by the Washington Examiner, which is just peachy, isn't it? This is by Dan Chaitlin, who does good work over there. A new timeline emerges for DOJ Inspector General report on the FISA abuse. This was from July 26th of 2019. Well, okay. Oh. Uh, maybe Tim, what does that mean? All right. So a new timeline emerges. Why would a new timeline emerge by the IG report? Remember, the Inspector General was expecting, ladies and gentlemen, follow me, the Inspector General, Michael Horowitz, who was looking into this whole fiasco, everything we're talking about, Steele, Spygate, the FISA abuses, looking into all of that, the Inspector General was expected to, to release his report over the summer. Yeah. But Joe, in the middle of the summer when nobody was paying attention, right around the time they said they were going to interview Christopher Steele, all of a sudden the timeline got thrown all out the window and everybody said, wait, T.O., time out on the field, folks. We need to delay this report. Why would they do that? Well, let's go back to the Washington Examiner piece from Chaitlin and let's see what this may have been connected to. You love how we weave this stuff together? You're not going to get this anywhere else. Quote, the delay in Horowitz's work, the IG, was reportedly due to his team's two-day meeting with Steele in <laughs> London during President Trump's visit to the United Kingdom. Investigators found Steele's information credible enough to warrant extending their investigation. So they had everything tied up right around the summer of 2019, getting ready to drop this IG bomb. And all of a sudden they talked to Steele and they're like, T.O., not a 22nd either. NBA, we need a full timeout. We're going to have to reevaluate everything. Folks, everybody's worried about steel. Steel, I can't repeat this enough. When I was an instructor in the Secret Service Academy, they used to tell us over and over with the new agent students, tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. This whole case is centered on the fact that Steele didn't talk to the CIA. The CIA had independent information, Joe, they fed to the FBI. Mm -hmm. They didn't start this on Hillary Clinton's paid-for Fusion GPS info. They had separate info. Nice. Steele didn't even talk to the no. CIA till December. And another piece of information, that Steele was the originator of this. Now, who would know about both of those things? Steele, who all of a sudden's talking to Durham, investigating this case, Barr and Horowitz and others. And all of a sudden, hold on. We got some splaining to do. 
Now, when I come back on the other side, it's a quick break here. I'm going to show you who else is nervous about Christopher Steele and was nervous about Steele because everybody needs Steele to stick to the script. And now that Brennan's being interviewed, he can't lie about it anymore. He either has to plead the fifth or get charged with lying. Two unpalatable options. But they're not the only ones panicking. All right, folks. Today's show also brought to you by one of our favorite new sponsors, NetSuite by Oracle. We would be lost without them here at Bongino Inc. My wife and I use NetSuite. And what's the benefit of NetSuite? Folks, listen, you have a lot of these business systems out there for accounting, finance, HR. They don't talk to each other. It's a big hodgepodge mess. It's a disaster, especially for small businesses. But you know what? Big businesses and small businesses alike can both benefit from using NetSuite by Oracle. Listen, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. The problem growing businesses have and that we had that keeps them from knowing their numbers is this hodgepodge of business systems that just doesn't communicate efficiently. One for accounting, sales, inventory, others. It's a big mess. Takes too much time, too many resources, and it hurts your bottom line. Bottom line matters. Introducing NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your growing business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, save money, and for us, most importantly, we don't need any more headaches. Saves unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, accounting, orders, HR instantly from your desktop or even your phone. We have it right here. That's why NetSuite's the world's number one cloud business system. And right now, NetSuite's offering you valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Bongino. Don't waste any more time, folks. Don't lose money on this mess of systems. Go to netsuite.com slash Bongino. That's netsuite, S-U-I-T-E dot com slash Bongino. Download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits. NetSuite.com slash Bongino. There's a reason thousands of the best known brands, including us, and fastest growing companies use NetSuite to manage your business. Now it's available to you. Check it out. You're going to love it. Make everything easy for you. NetSuite.com slash Bongino. Okay. So this was portion one, the setup. It took a little bit, about 30 minutes, but mm-hmm. I needed this setup. Yes. To explain to you why people are panicking. They're panicking because of this Steele interview, and Brennan now knows he's going to be interviewed as well. So who else is panicking, ladies and gentlemen? Well, folks, Brennan wasn't the only one relying on information from Christopher Steele. The FBI was also relying on information from Christopher Steele. And so was the State Department relying on information from Christopher Steele. Remember, Steele interviewed with the State Department. Remember, we have those notes yeah. from the State Department interview in October yeah. where Steele's there. Steele had communications with the State Department. He had, he had inf- inf- information going to the DOJ. What I call the flood the zone strategy. Like a football game where you flood the zone with receivers and hope one of them catches the ball when you throw it downfield. Steele who had his face on a dossier that was not his, flooded his information everywhere, hoping it made its way back to the FBI and hoping that that information, if it came from multiple places, even though it was all from him, would appear more credible than it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there was someone else using steel. I want to hat tip the uh, conservative treehouse guys here who did an excellent piece on this. You can see the headline here. It's worth your time. 
They did some great work. And we've had some back and forth. I don't agree with everything they put up over there. They don't agree with mine either. But this is, uh, that's fine. That's, there's, a, there's room for a lot of points of view here. But the Treehouse guys have a fascinating analysis here of someone else who needs Christopher Steele to stay strong. You hang in there, Chris. And you continue to insist that's your dossier, buddy. I'm telling you, you read my book, by the way. You will come to the firm conclusion. Read Exonerated, that this was not Steele's dossier. The evidence in there is damning. Here's screenshot number one from their piece, uh, the Conservative Treehouse piece. Someone else, I'm going to set this up for you. The Senate Intel Committee. You think they may have had something to do with Steele? You know, the Senate Intel Committee where all the leaks were coming from? Let me set this up for you using some screenshots from their piece they were kind enough to put together. This is gets good, Joe. <laughs> On March 17, 2017, the Senate Intelligence Committee, we know can't stand Donald Trump. You know, these, the, these losers over there, Mark Warner, yeah. Richard Burr, and these other ones that have been after Trump from the beginning. Yeah. On March 17, 2017, the Senate Intelligence Committee took custody of the FISA application used against Carter Page. We know the FISA court delivered the read and return top, top secret classified application due to the clerk stamp of March 17, 2017. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino, you can see it right there. Why does this matter? Remember, go back to the start. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs steel to stick to the script. This is yours. This is not Simpsons, right? We're going to move away from the CIA angle for a minute. You now know why Brennan panicked. So we now know the Senate Intel Committee that hates Trump, fake Republican Richard Burr, and legitimate Democrat, which means, you know, anti-Trump by nature because they all have TDS, Mark Warner, who was actually a Democrat. from uh, He's a Democrat from Virginia. They hate Trump. They've always hated Trump. And Dianne Feinstein, who had a staffer named Dan Jones, they hated Trump too. Dan Jones later went to work for Fusion GPS. Uh, don't, nothing to see there, folks. Don't work, not work, work in conjunction with Fusion GPS, Precision Matters, to advance the dossier after it had been debunked. Nothing to see there either. Don't you worry. Why does this March 17th date matter? So on March 17th, the FISA application to spy on Trump, the first and the second one, mm -hmm is delivered to the Senate Intel Committee. It's classified. In that FISA application, Joe, what does it rely on almost exclusively as Andy McCabe, former deputy director of the FBI and acting director, has already said on the record? The, 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 the dossier. The dossier, as, as fake intellectual Chuck Todd would call it. Dope. The FISA application to spy on Trump is based on Steele's information that the CIA says it didn't see till December and that Steele claims is his. Can't claim it's Hillary's information from Simpson. Now it's in paper form, delivered to the Senate Intel Committee on March 17th. Now, to get a media narrative out there, the Senate Intel Committee, which is supposed to be operating on the up and up, these are your senators, Joseph. Thurston Howell types. Oh, yes. <laughs> They're more important than you and I. They're smarter oh, yes, than us. Yes. You know that. They I were know elected that. to the yeah. U.S. Senate, of course. I don't they open your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Something else happens on March 17th. Remember, it's the first time they get the document right. that says steals information used to spy on Trump. It's in the FISA application, the warrant to spy on Trump. Andy McCabe's already told us they relied on mm -hmm. Steele. Mm -hmm. 
Let's go to photo two. Again, conservative treehouse guys, hat tip to them. It's in their piece. Wow, look at this text exchange between anti-Trump hack Democrat senator from Virginia on the Senate Intel Committee, Mark Warner, and Adam Waldman, who is a lawyer who was in contact with Christopher Steele. Remember, everybody needs Steele to stick to the script, Joe. Yes, I see Look at this text exchange. What is that date? Let me look. Let's see. My eyes are going bad. Not really. Um, That date is March 17, 2017. I'm going to call in five. This is hack Democrat anti-Trumper knee deep in this whole scandal to launder Steele's fake information under the guise that it's his. It's really Simpson's. This senator is texting a lawyer representing Steele and others and Russians. I'm going to call you in five. Then he says, Warner, just tried to call, but now going into SCIF. What's SCIF? Sensitive Compartmentalized Information Facility. Well, why would he be going down into a sensitive facility, Joe, to do what? Hmm. Uh, Maybe read the FISA application that was literally just delivered? Yeah. let's talk whenever you're free just try it again so they're calling each other in a panic back and forth after warner goes down into the skiff to read a fisa application which puts on paper for the first time the fact that the government used glenn simpson's political information paid for by hillary to spy on a presidential candidate and steals reaching out to a lawyer excuse me warner democrat hack on this intel committee that's leaking like a sieve, by the way. We'll get to that in a second. Warner's reaching out in a panic to a lawyer who's got some contact with Steele. Steele's going to stay strong, right? I've now read this, the dossiers. We're knee-deep in this, guys. Steele's going to stay strong, right? He's not going to say this isn't his info, right? Warner's in a panic. He's in a panic. He's melting down. He's freaking out. All right, folks, I'm going to rack up one more sponsor. I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. This is going to be, I want to run right through this. Because when I, this is going to get delicious at the end. I promise you. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. Oh, just remember where we are. Yeah. Warner's panicked. He's reaching out to the lawyer for Steve. They're going to stay strong, right? But why is Warner panicked? I mean, the FBI did it, right, Joe? Why is Senator Warner and the Senate Intel Committee, why are they freaked out? Hmm. Finally, today's show brought to you by our buddies at Candid Company. Candid, we love Candid. Listen, let's talk about the holidays, okay? They're coming up. I know it's crazy. It's a little early, but trust me, you don't want to go through another holiday season taking horrible closed mouth photos while everyone else is grinning ear to ear, do you? Getting a photo-ready smile starts now. It's easier than ever with clear aligners from Candid. Candid, have the best teeth you can get right now. Candid aligners can help straighten your teeth faster than traditional wire braces. That's right, faster. Treatment takes just six months on average. We love Candid in this house. Love them. I needed it. An experienced orthodontist who is licensed in your state creates a custom treatment plan. They then show you a 3D preview. You can see how your teeth will look after you're done. Candid's aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. Candid ships your aligners directly to you. There's no hassle of going to an orthodontist's office. And Candid costs, get a load of this, 65% less than braces. You will save a substantial sum of money. 
And with each aligner purchased, Candid donates $25 to Smile Trade, who brings safe, 100% free cleft lip and palate treatment to children around the globe. That's nice of them. We like this company a lot. Get your photo-ready smile by the holidays. Go to CandidCO.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino to get $75 off. Look at that. That's CandidCO.com slash Bongino. Code Bongino for $75 off. CandidCO.com slash Bongino. Code Bongino. Get your best teeth today. Check it out. All right. Okay. So Warner's clearly a little bit worried. Warner's like, hey, uh, Waldman, lawyer Waldman, you're uh, talking to Steele, right? Going to stay strong. He's not going to fold on us, is he? Please tell me he's not going to fold. But why is Warner so worried again? I mean, if it's the FBI and CIA that was dealing with Steele and they need him to stay strong, why would a politician, Democrat senator on the Intel Committee be so worried? Well, let's look up, but wait, before we get to this, this again, hat tip the Treehouse guys. This is from their piece. When that FISA application was delivered on March 17th, Joe, it wasn't delivered directly to Mark Warner. It was delivered to a staffer first. Mm -hmm. A staffer on the Senate Intel Committee who at some point got a hold of that thing. Let's look at this indictment of a staffer on the Senate Intel Committee. Wow, isn't this convenient? Hmm. In or around March 2017, this is an indictment of James Wolfe, who was a staffer on that committee. March 2017, a particular executive branch agency agreed to furnish the SSCI with a specific classified document. It's the FISA application for official purposes. The classified document contained both secret and top secret information, including secret level information regarding the identity and activities of the individual referred to in this as male one. Uh, on or about March 17th. Wow, isn't that convenient? The same day the FISA application is delivered. The classified document was transported to the SSCI as Director of Security Wolf received, maintained, and managed the classified document on behalf of the SSCI. On or about March 17, 2017, Wolf exchanged 82 text messages with a reporter, Allie Watkins, that's who it is, and that evening engaged in a 28-minute phone call with a reporter where he revealed the identity of male one, i.e. Carter Page in the FISA application. I don't get it, you're saying. So the guy, Wolf, who's the staffer, who takes custody of the FISA application, showing conclusively that the FBI and the CIA and intelligence infrastructures apparatus in the United States relied on information from a fake hoax dossier. That's in there. He gives the information in there, according to this indictment, to a reporter? No, that's not the hook. That's bad enough, but we knew Lee. So what? He leaked. Everybody knew they leaked. Carter Page's name was leaked. Great. No, no, that's not the problem. This is why Mark Warner is freaking out. Let's go to the last screenshot from their piece. We're kind enough to put this together. <laughs> Senators seek leniency for former aide, James Wolfe. Why would the senators seek leniency for their former aide knowing 
he lied to the FBI. That's what he was charged with about his discussions with this reporter. Well, the conservative trios guys, well, right. If it wasn't transparently sketchy as hell and an act of serendipity and self-preservation, the accused security director, James Wolfe, evidenced the schemes when he threatened to subpoena members of the SSCI as part of his defense. I wish I could do the drums, man. I wish I had a drum kit in front of me. (laughs) I'll bring mine. You tracking this? Oh, yes, bro. You tracking Sasquatch here? Woo! So all of a sudden, Mark Warner and them start to panic when the indictment of the guy who leaks the information to a reporter, when the guy indicted, the security director says, hey, listen, if you're going to charge me with leaking, they didn't. They charged him with lying. Hmm. then I'm going to request that these senators be subpoenaed too. Why would he do that in his defense, Joe? Maybe because the senators, Warner and others on the SSCI, may have been involved with the leaking of information themselves. Wow. You think maybe? Yeah. Just maybe? Maybe. Old Wolfie here has figured that out? Maybe. That he was told by some of these people possibly to leak this stuff. Hmm. And old Wolfie's like, hey, uh, Daddy O, if you're going to charge me with leaking, I'm bringing them in too. Because they're going to go up on the stand and they're going to say they told me to do it. Hmm? And conveniently, Hmm. our Department of Justice doesn't charge him with leaking, Joe. They only charge him with lying about his communications with the report. Isn't that special too? Yeah. Because if they charge him with leaking, Joe, what's he going to do? He's putting yep. those senators on the stand. We can't have that. Yeah, he's cutting loose. Senator Warner, did you tell him to leak this information? Uh, you're under oath, sir. You are under oath. Maybe someone had some texts or some emails or something that may have indicated that. I'm just guessing. Let's not charge him with leaking. Let's give him up. Don't you lie anymore, you bad guy. Leaking. Can't charge him with leaking. He's going to pull the center up there. Then we're going to know. What are we going to know? What would come out? Let's see. Maybe that Warner and the SSCI, the Senate Committee and Intel, supposed to be involved in intelligence matters, was speaking with a lawyer, speaking to Steele. And also leaking information from Steele while pretending it wasn't from Steele and knowing all the time it was from Simpson and Hillary. Maybe that would come out too. Yeah, just maybe. Oh, no. No, no. Very unsavory. No, no, no. Very unsavory. Very not nice. We need my mother-in-law up here. (laughs) That's not nice. That's not nice, (laughs) Sonny. Get Miriam up here. That's not nice. Let's circle around to the beginning. Everybody's in a panic because Durham and Barr, the attorney general and the investigator involved in this case, the United States attorney, John Durham, are now interviewing people who've been able to lie endlessly in front of the media about their contacts with Steele, but they're interviewing Steele too. Everybody's going to be put under oath. 
and everybody is going to have to come clean that this information from Steele was available to the CIA a lot earlier than they pretended. And secondly, that they were likely aware that the information was not from Steele, but it was from Simpson, and it was all bought and paid for by Hillary as a way to purchase with their dinero a warrant to spy on their political opponents. Devastating stuff. Absolutely devastating. Now, Joe, is the audience on Budsman? Does all of this make sense? Yeah. Uh, actually, it did. It wasn't as difficult as uh, as you th- you thought it would be for I, me. I know. Yeah. I poured Joe before the show. I was yeah. like, Joe, this is going to be a little complicated. No, was- Paula, what do you think? Good. Made sense. Now, folks, on tomorrow's show, what I'd like to get to for you. Yeah. Is they had a backup plan. When I say they, I mean Comey, Clapper, Brennan, all of the lunatics involved in this targeting of Trump using steel and through actually using Simpson through steel, as Joe says, a patsy, a face for their document to make it seem legitimate. Mm-hmm. They had a backup plan. And their backup plan was the setup of the Trump team to entrap them in case this using Steele's information fell through. Track me. Okay. All right. They were always worried about Steele. They thought Clinton would be elected and they wouldn't be discovered, but they did at least try to fortify Steele's information with something else because they were afraid at some point Steele may bail or someone may leak to the press and the press may get all of a sudden entrepreneurial and decide they want to do their work. Their backup plan was Mifsud. The Joseph Mifsud setup of Papadopoulos. Oh. Now, oh. I'm going to tell you something. Off the record, don't tell anybody. I'm kidding, obviously. All right. I've been getting a lot of calls from media people. A lot. Who are starting to figure out what we told you two years ago. That Mifsud is the key to this whole thing. I'm getting a lot of calls from a lot of people who are starting to grow really suspicious about Joseph Mifsud allegedly being a Russian agent who tried to reach out to the Trump team through Papadopoulos. I'm going to get to that tomorrow, how the Mifsud angle was always the backup plan, and now that angle's collapsing too, and they're really freaking out. But don't forget the takeaway from today's show. They are panicking. They are freaking out because Steele was interviewed. The IG report was delayed after that, meaning they got something from Steele that threw everything in the meat grinder. Everything. Brennan knows he now got the information earlier is on tape line. The FBI knows, and maybe we'll throw that in tomorrow, that that, that uh, on-the-record testimony from Lisa Page. The FBI knows that Brennan said otherwise. Page is on the record saying, no, no, Brennan didn't give us, the CIA didn't give us that information That's about right. the Steele That's dossier. That's right. I, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. We know that's not true because Brennan briefed the Gang of Eight on the dossier. All of this is a lie. And the whole house of cards is coming apart. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. It's one of the more important shows we've done in a while. Do not miss tomorrow because I'm going to describe to you how the backup plan, it's, it's a Russian agent, he tried to reach out to Trump. Look, Steele was right. How that is now entirely, completely collapsing too. 
And at a minimum, the truth is finally starting to come out. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. We're trying to get to that 300,000 subscribers. And please, for background, pick up my second book on this topic, Exonerated. It's available now. It came out a month ago. It describes all of this in detail. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. I promise you it's worth your time. It's a quick read. It's written like a spy story. But a lot of this stuff is in there. It'll give you the background you need. So it all makes sense. I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.